Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Starting with the update from Varanasi. The Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid Committee, which takes care of 22 mosques, including the Gyanwapi Masjid in Varanasi, today moved the Allahabad High Court, challenging the district court's order, which allowed ASI survey of the Gyanwapi mosque premises. The committee submitted before the court that proposed ASI survey would create some upheaval in the country. The submission was made before the bench of Chief Justice Pratinkar Divakar, who began hearing the matter at 4 p.m. today. The committee further stated that Archaeological Survey of India was never a party to the suit or was never noticed by the Varanasi court, but was still directed to conduct the survey and that the case was at the stage of inception, not even a written statement had been filed, and so the court's order was premature. Also, before the committee moved the High Court, the four Hindu women worshippers filed a caveat praying that the High Court should not pass any order on the revision plea without hearing them. The court will continue to hear the parties tomorrow. The Supreme Court had yesterday stayed the survey, allowing time to the Masjid Committee to approach the High Court. To read in detail about the matter, please visit our website at livelaw.in. For various heinous offences under the Indian Penal Code, death penalty is granted by hanging. It provides a sense of justice to victims and their families and indeed serves as a deterrent to crime but on the other hand raises various concerns about its morality and human rights implications. Countries around the world are slowly abandoning the practice as a method of executing the death penalty. 36 out of 50 states in the USA have already abandoned the practice. A PIL filed in the Supreme Court seeks to abolish the present practice of executing a death row convict by hanging, which involves prolonged pain and suffering, and to replace it with intravenous lethal injection, shooting, electrocution or gas chamber in which a convict could die in just a matter of minutes. Earlier this year, the Apex Court had expressed its inclination towards constituting an expert committee to determine if the execution of death penalty through hanging was proportionate or not. Today, the Supreme Court bench comprising CJI D.Y. Chandrachud, Justice J.B. Pardiwala and Justice Manoj Mishra allowed Project 39A of National Law University, Delhi to intervene in the PIL. Let me tell you, Project 39A is a criminal reforms advocacy group aiming to trigger new conversations on death penalty, legal aid, mental health in prisons, etc., using empirical research to re-examine practices and policies in the criminal justice system. And now let me tell you about another important issue which requires attention. The issue of menstrual hygiene in India has been a significant concern particularly in rural areas and among marginalized communities. Not only is this a health issue, but also a matter of gender equality and human rights. It is also a major barrier to education with many girls dropping out of school due to lack of access to sanitary facilities, menstrual products and the stigma associated with menstruation. 
You already know that a petition in the Supreme Court seeks directions to the Union of India, the states and the union territories to ensure provisions for sanitary pads to girl children in classes 6 to 12 and separate toilets for girls in all government and residential schools. Earlier this year, the court had directed the central government to frame a national policy on menstrual hygiene and states and union territories to send their menstrual hygiene policies to the central government. However, additional Solicitor General Ashwarya Bharti appearing for the union government informed the court that the union had received a response only from four states. So the Supreme Court has now directed all states and union territories to submit their responses on their respective menstrual hygiene policies to the union government by 31st August. The Supreme Court has observed that democracy being an essential feature of the constitution and the right to vote being a statutory right, the voter has the right to know about full background of a candidate. A division bench of Justice S. Ravindra Bhatt and Justice Arvind Kumar was considering a challenge to the order of Telangana High Court which dismissed an application seeking rejection of the election petition filed against Bhim Rao Baswanath Rao Patil. B.B. Patil is currently a Lok Sabha MP for Zahirabad constituency. He belongs to the Bharat Rashtra Samiti party. The election petition had been filed because he did not disclose certain pending cases against him. Patil had however contended that the petition did not disclose any cause of action and was liable to be rejected. But the apex court has dismissed his appeal and has confirmed the high court's order stating that the idea behind the need to disclose information to voters is to ensure transparency and enable them to make an informed choice while casting the ballot. In another update, the Supreme Court has questioned union government's repeated formation of expert committees to review the banning of pesticides. The court was considering a petition seeking enforcement of the right to health of farmers, farm workers as well as consumers by banning 99 harmful pesticides that are used in India but have been banned by other countries. It cites instances of severe environment and health hazards caused by pesticides, particularly in Punjab, Kerala and Maharashtra. Advocate Prashant Bhushan, appearing for the petitioner, informed the court that two previous committees had already recommended banning of the same 27 pesticides and so formation of a new committee was not required. The bench comprising CGI Chandrachud, Justice J.B. Pardiwala and Justice Manoj Mishra also said that there was an impression that union government kept appointing committees until they obtained a favourable decision. The matter has now been posted to 44% of Lok Sabha members and 31% of Rajya Sabha members have criminal cases pending against them. This has been found in the study done by Association for Democratic Rights. Senior Advocate Vijay Hansarya is the amicus curiae appointed by the Supreme Court in the matter relating to criminal cases against MPs and MLAs. He has relied on the study in the 17th report submitted by him to the court. As you know, the Supreme Court has been monitoring expeditious disposal of criminal cases against MPs and MLAs since 2016 in a PIL filed by Ashwini Kumar Upadhyay.
Initially, 12 special courts were constituted and subsequently special courts have been established in almost all the districts where the criminal cases are pending. For more details on the case, you can visit our website at livelaw.in. You must be well aware about the interview of actress Kangana Ranaut with news anchor Arnab Goswami after actor Sushant Singh Rajput's demise in July 2020, where she made certain defamatory remarks against veteran lyricist Javed Akhtar. She accused Akhtar of criminal intimidation and extortion in her public feud with actor Ritik Roshan in 2016 by allegedly asking her to apologize to Roshan in writing. Post this, Akhtar filed a defamation case against her. This case is still in process and three witnesses have been examined so far. Following Akhtar's defamation complaint, Kangana also filed a complaint stating that Akhtar called her and her sister to his house with malified intentions and forced her to tender a written apology to Ritik Roshan. In this case, a magistrate court at Mumbai has now issued process and has summoned Javed Akhtar to remain present in court on 5th August. And lastly, a Delhi court has framed charges against 49 men for allegedly looting and putting on fire a car showroom during the 2020 Northeast Delhi riots. Additional sessions judge Pulatsya Pramachala of Karkar Duma courts framed charges for various offences under IPC like writing, mischief, unlawful assembly, etc. The FIR was registered at Dayalpur police station on the written complaint of Rajesh Singh, the general manager of Fair Deal Maruti Car Showroom, alleging that various articles in the showroom were set on fire by a mob which caused a loss of 3.5 crores to him. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on live law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.